What up, Whisper Nation? Big Travi, Giant Game Time Hicks, and the Famous Whispers back at it. Episode 93. We got a fun one today. We are doing a mock draft episode. Couldn't figure out anything better to do while stuck in this coronavirus uh, lockdown. So we thought we'd give you guys a, a little mock draft right here on the Fantasy Whispers. Yes, we're back again. We're back again. We're back. Hey, let's pump up the volume. Right here. <laughs> What is good, Whisper Nation? Big Travi, Johnny Game Time Hicks here with episode 93 of the Fantasy Whispers. And Johnny, today we're going to be doing a 10-team PPR mock draft. Uh, so pretty excited about that. We always love mocking, and we know you guys, you know, Whisper Nation, you guys love it out there too. As always, if you aren't following the show on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook, please make sure you search the Fantasy Whispers and follow us on all those social platforms. Uh, and always, and also go over to the fantasywhispers.com, check out all the fresh content. Some of our old, uh, content from last year is still up there. Um, still live, some of our articles. So go check that out. It's, uh, it's a great, we great are, website. Uh, we are updating the website. So, um, a new format will be rolling out here shortly. We're really excited for that. Our web developer has been working very hard on getting that transfer over. So we're excited to bring you some new content on the new website. But yes, I think very we got excited. Some more exciting news to talk about here before we get into this mock draft. Uh, mock draft, Travis. Yeah. So we we we're trying to implement um, some of the community over on Reddit. So if you're not over following Reddit fantasy football, you should. Uh, it's just a great community of people with you know these fantasy football nut minds that we have. Um, that are trying to come together and talk about this stuff. So we've got a couple questions we wanted to address here. Hopefully these guys are listening. If not, uh, hopefully we get them to, to listen to the podcast. Uh, first one is interesting economics. Uh, and he says, or he or she, could be a she, uh, he's got a 14-team half-point PPR league. Johnny, seven keepers. The draft starts in the eighth round. And so he is keeping currently Josh Allen. Chris Carson, Josh Jacobs, Amari Cooper, DJ Moore, Scary Terry. And he's asking if his seventh keeper should be Mecole Hardman, Noah Fant, OJ Howard, or Paris Campbell. You're on the clock. I I do like this question, so thank you uh, for posting it on Reddit. Uh, one funny thing, Travis, that I thought was hilarious was when we were doing our show notes that you had mentioned – at this point, why don't you just go full on dynasty with it? If you're having <laughs> yeah. seven keepers uh, and the and the draft is starting in the eighth round, you might as well just go full on dynasty and enjoy the, all the benefits of full on dynasty. Uh, but if I'm looking at this question, Travis, uh, I was a little hesitant with the OJ Howard. I thought that um, that might be a really really good pick uh, to take. You know, kind of fill out your roster and then you're going into the eighth round. You know, with kind of all chips on the table, you have your options, right? Um, because now you'd have a quarterback, two wide receivers, two running backs, and a tight end. However, uh, I am not certain that O.J. Howard is going to be the player that we all wish he could be, the top five uh, tight end. I think the talent is there for sure, but I don't know if Bruce Arian's system is necessarily will, and it's, it's never really had a tight end blossom under him. 
So I still have my concerns, even though Tom Brady is a much improved at the quarterback position. I mean, Jameis Winston loved O.J. Howard two years ago. And then what happened? It it wasn't like he just fell off of a cliff. So uh, my answer to this question because of that would be Meikle Hardman. I think that's the best value. Uh, you know, his draft stock is probably going to be, I mean, we're about to a mock draft. We'll see. This obviously isn't going to be a 14 teamer, but I would imagine Nicole's value is somewhere in the seventh round, eighth round right now. So you're not getting much of a steal there, but I think that he has the highest ceiling out of those four players. What about you, Travis? Um, yeah, I, I think for me, I, I tend to agree with you here. Uh, I'd like to see it, what interesting economics has on the bench here as far as uh, running backs, like what his other option to keep at running back would be. He didn't mention any. So, And the fact that he's got Chris Carson and Jack, Josh Jacobs maybe means that he's not as deep at running back, and that's why you have these other options that are more intriguing. But in a 14-team, you know, half-point PPR, 14 team regardless like you want to stack running back so if there's a possibility he had a running back on the bench I would have liked to seen that but I agree McCole Hardman's upside is is tremendous we already know how fast he is and and could be just as fast if not in some spurts faster than Tyreek Hill at times and so now you put him in this offense and we've seen Tyreek Hill already kind of get in trouble multiple times here so he could definitely step up and and Patrick Mahomes is going to do nothing but improve in my eyes. And and so he's he's definitely got the most upside. Love O.J. Howard, love Noah Fant even. uh, But give me McCole Hardman. I think Noah Fant was an interesting one, too, as well. I think that he could be a nice sleeper tight end as well this year. But I think we're going to keep it. Pick him up in your draft. Yeah, Uh, we're going to keep it tight end uh, centric here. And we're going to go with our next question. Final question from Reddit today uh, provided by Starks 21. Um, and it says, is Hayden Hurst in a good situation? So, Johnny, uh, Hayden Hurst, now with the Falcons. Uh, talk to us a little bit about that and the relationship with Dirk Cutter. So, um, obviously, Austin Hooper was signed by the Cleveland uh, Browns. So, he will be going over there. That left a vacancy at the tight end position. We know how much the Atlanta Hawks and Derek Cutter uh, or Dirk Cutter likes to use the tight end position. So, you know, having any kind of tight end come in, you automatically raise an eyebrow. And then you look at what Hayden Hurst, you know, former first round. uh, I wasn't really sure on the pick when the Baltimore Ravens made it because Mark Andrews was still available. And in my draft stock, Mark Andrews was the number one tight end coming out that year. Well, they ended up grabbing him two rounds later. And so it kind of they had to. Trade him to Atlanta. I like the overall position. I like the outlook. Uh, you and I have a little bit differing opinions on uh, the possible end uh, of season stats. I do believe that, you know, Austin Hooper was a top six tight end. I do not see why Hayden Hurst couldn't end up being a top six tight end, uh, especially in the land of tight ends that we have today where they are all up and down. You never really find a consistent one. Uh Besides, you know, the big two, big three that you would put up there. Um, So for me, I think that Hayden Hurst is a nice guy that you could, you know, draft late in your draft. So a lot like Mark Andrews, you know, people don't know about Hayden Hurst, but he's a friend of the show. Mark Andrews, Mark Andrews, friend of the show. Uh, But Hayden Hurst looked good last year. He just with Mark Andrews being the beast of a football player that he is, it was kind of hard seeing 
both of yeah, them. Yeah, so Hayden Hayden Hurst's comp is is similar to Dallas Clark. Uh, that's at least some of the draft scouts have compared him to uh, Dallas Clark. Um, and he's got a fearless mentality, right? So he's gonna like go out on every play. He doesn't care. He kind of just goes over the middle, and that's exactly what you want to see in your tight end. That's what Austin Hooper played with last year in this offense. I am hesitant to give him the top six crown of Austin Hooper, but like Johnny said, you're talking about a muddled field of, of tight ends where really you can kind of get a guy that's going to be way late and give you that top six production from week to week uh, at times. I do hesitate just a little bit, though, because I, do, I am a believer in Calvin Ridley. I believe Calvin Ridley is, you know, really close to being the number one wide receiver in Atlanta. I think Julio will will eventually take that step back and Calvin will supplant him. And I think, what does that mean for targets over the middle of the field? Uh, we'll see. I mean, last year, uh, Austin Hooper and Calvin Ridley both got theirs at times. Um, and then you saw when Calvin Ridley went down with injury, it, you know, and Austin Hooper as well. So I think Hayden Hurst is in a good situation. Long story short, I think this is a good situation. And I think you can draft him, like Johnny said, late in drafts, and you'll be rewarded for it going further. But speaking about drafting, Johnny, I think it's about time we jump into this mock draft. Yeah, let's do it. Um, all right, we will decide right here and right now, Travis. What draft spot do you want to claim? I'll let um, I'll let you even go first. I'll let you be this. I'm gonna one. take four. You're gonna take four. All right, I will. I'll go near the. I'll go nine. Go near the end here, and uh, we will go ahead and start this draft again. Uh, positions are quarterback, two running backs, two wide receivers, a tight end, a flex, and a kicker. And then we have a defense and five bench spots. So it'll be a quicker mock draft. Should be a lot of fun. Travis, you are on the clock, my man. Yeah, I'm going to go with Devontae Adams here. I think uh, it was between him or, or Alvin Kamara for me, really, that I was debating. And uh, I just think that Alvin Kamara may have you know, finally gotten past the hyper efficiency that was basically what he was in his first two years in his career. And now he's a fine running back. Don't get me wrong. I think he's going to be great, uh, but I don't think he's going to be that number one guy that we've been kind of pegging him as. So and Devontae Adams, second year in LaFleur's offense, I think hopefully fully healthy this year. I, I love Devontae Adams. Um, took him in the Smitty League. Chad, I know we talked about it on the last show. We took uh, Devontae Adams in that mega league uh, in the first round, so I'm super happy about that. Uh, so after Adams, uh, Le'Veon Bell, then Alvin Kamara, David Johnson, DeAndre Hopkins, and now Johnny's on the clock under the uh, TFW login here. So, you know, no pressure, but, you know, you got TFW. I already whole, have my base. So whisper nation. Uh, this is our very first mock draft that we are doing of the season. Very first. This is a true confession. Very first mock draft we're doing this season. However, based on what we have seen, we are in the, the um, like we said, the mega league, but that those are a little bit different circumstances. But just based on what I've seen there, like the ADPs aren't quite adjusted yet on sleeper because you have David Johnson still going in the first round. Right. Uh, Le'Veon Bell still going in the first round. Saquon, CMC and Zeke were the first three off the board, which makes sense there. Um, but I'm at the end of the first round, and I'm going to go Michael Thomas here, best available here. Um, and that's worked out perfectly because right after I took Michael Thomas, Julio Jones went, then James Conner, 
um, and which I wanted Nick Chubb. I was hoping to get Michael Thomas and Nick Chubb. That's my first two picks. Loving those. Again, James Conner will probably where where are you more so looking at James Conner in a ten team PPR league? Yeah. Uh well the news out of Pittsburgh now is that they're they're most assuredly gonna draft a running back in Pittsburgh. Um I do think Connor has now proven that he may have some injury issues. Um and and they may just realize that they have to go committee based there in Pittsburgh. So it would have to be kind of similar to where these other you know committee guys are going and i don't think i'm willing to take him in the second and, and definitely not the early second in my yeah. opinion um so i'm sitting here on the clock so uh james connor went uh, we were just talking about him johnny took nick chubb i think that's a great pick was you know a, a wish and a prayer i was hoping he fell back to me <laughs> but i didn't think that was gonna happen tyree kill uh juju smith schuster todd Gurley, now in atlanta dalvin cook oh wish that would have fell Oh, I didn't even so, see the Dalvin Cook one. Yeah, Dalvin Cook oh, was I who I was looking at right I there. I should have taken Dalvin over um, Nick Chubb, but but here we are. Here we um, yeah, <laughs> and so here we are. Um, so I'm on the clock, about 50 seconds left. I got a little bit of a dilemma here. Let me see what I can do. I'm gonna just try this out. I love OBJ, but I'm going to go with Mike Evans. I think with Tom Brady, I think he's got the better shot of consistently putting up the numbers I need. And my guy fell to me just like I wanted him to, Leonard Fournette here. So I waited on Fournette. I was going to take him in the second here. Then OBJ went, Travis Kelsey, uh, Patrick Mahomes, Joe Mixon, Adam Thielen, Antonio Brown, not with a team, but definitely drafted by the computer here. Um, and I'm going to take Leonard Fournette. Now, Leonard Fournette, if, you, if you're third. burned by Leonard Fournette, you need to understand uh, that he had all the volume in the world last year, just did not score touchdowns. Little, literally, only CMC, I believe, was getting more usage uh, week to week than Leonard Fournette. So I think that um, I want that kind of usage because it should overcorrect in a big way this year. So after Leonard Fournette went Damian Williams, on Johnson, then Keenan Allen, David Montgomery, some interesting names here. You can kind of see how the ADP is a little wonky right now as we're still early on. Right. Obviously no rookies uh, drafted by any teams yet. We haven't had the NFL draft. So Johnny's on the clock here. Johnny, what are you thinking? You went wide receiver and then running back. Yeah, so what I'm basically looking at, there's some really good running backs still available on the board. Uh, Chris Carson, Aaron Jones, and Josh Jacobs are the three that I'm looking at. I'm looking at the guy behind me. He's got a wide receiver and a running back taken just like I do. Um, but if I look over here at the wide receivers, um, there is a very nice uh, grouping here. you got Stephon Diggs, Amari Cooper, uh, and then Chris Godwin is still available on the board. Uh, so I'm going to pair... Uh, Michael Thomas with Chris Godwin here and then hope that the computer doesn't go back to back running backs and then I can grab Josh Jacobs there we go and it worked out so I have the ability to go Aaron Jones or Josh Jacobs here Aaron Jones had the monster year last year Travis we are a huge fan of Aaron Jones yeah uh, we try to get him to be a fan of our show but it didn't work out uh, <laughs> But with the aggression, now, this is a fourth round, and Aaron Jones in the fourth round is um, a huge steal here. Um, 
you know, Lena, Josh Jacobs, or Aaron Jones. Um, this one, this one's a little tough. Um, I think I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Josh Jacobs over Aaron Jones. That might be a mistake. I like that. I think it's the well, I think it's the safe for play. I think Aaron Jones is a guy with a little bit of an injury history. You're trying to discuss between the two. You're gonna say the usage of Josh Jacobs, the safe or you're gonna say the pure upside of Aaron Jones, and can Aaron Jones consistently it's kind of the Alvin Kamara effect. Can Aaron Jones consistently put up these eye-popping numbers every year? I think I would trust a little bit more in Josh Jacobs' volume. Not that I don't love Aaron Jones' talent more. So, All right, so I'm uh, – oh, so after you got Josh Jacobs, we saw Devonta Freeman without a team get drafted. Stephon Diggs, who I was kind of hoping made it to me there. Uh, Aaron Jones, Zach Ertz, and now I'm on the clock here. Uh, there's some interesting names here, and I've just got to kind of – Take a peruse here. Take a peruse. No, just peruse. Just uh, peruse. Take a look. Take a gander. Take a little peekaboo. Um, so uh, we didn't talk about after here. Leonard Fournette was drafted uh, by you on the last on the last pick. Damian Williams, Carryon Johnson, Keenan Allen, David Montgomery were the picks between Travis and then me picking Chris Godwin. Right after that went Chris Carson and George Kittle to do round out the third and then start the fourth. Um, got some interesting teams here, Travis, but you're, you have 30 seconds left on the clock. What do you think in here? I'm going to go with running back, and I'm going to take Mark Ingram here. Um, I think Mark Ingram's poised for another big year in that offense, getting a lot of usage in a very run-heavy offense. Uh, they retained pretty much all their starters and added a couple pieces on defense. So I think Baltimore is looking to gear up. Um, and this is um, maybe not standard for a PPR or a half point PPR. Is it PPR it's or half full point? Full point PPR. Full point. Yeah. So this isn't very standard uh, for PPR, but I'm loving what Tennessee did last year. And I'm yeah. going to take Derrick Henry here. I was looking at, I was like, how is Derrick Henry still available in the fifth round? I understand yeah. some PPR. But Derrick Henry is a monster, and I do think he'll regress a little bit. Now he's getting his money and, and things like that. But you're still looking at the lead my flex and at, at yeah spot. Yeah, I'll take yeah, it. Yeah, in my flex, I definitely wanted to, to try that out. So was able to get two wide receivers. This was that upside-down strategy we've talked about before. So I was able to get my starting wide receivers, who I feel very confident in, great situations, legendary quarterbacks, and then rounded out with a few uh, running backs. So – after I took Mark Ingram, went Sony Michelle, Tyler Lockett, Julian Edelman, then Cooper Cup, Brandon Cooks, pair of uh, Rams wide receivers there, Melvin Gordon, newly in Denver, then Derrick Henry, as we just discussed, Amari Cooper, uh, Johnny's favorite wide receiver of all time, Marlon Mack, <laughs> Josh Gordon, uh, who has probably got to be so pissed that the league is not going to be testing for marijuana anymore, uh, Robert <laughs> right. Woods. Yeah. It's like, I came in too, 10 years too early. Like, what in the heck? Dude, like, put him back in. Let him come back. That's what I say. Like, let oh, him come yeah, back. I, I, I think that there's other things going on there besides just the drug uses. Why he's not back yet. Because he is talented. All right. So I am on the clock here um, looking at even the quarterbacks. 
Um, Deshaun Watson is uh, available, but I'm going to wait. I'm not going to go there. Let's see what tight end. Your boy O.J. Howard is the number one tight end. It's saying uh, I do like Hunter Henry a little bit more, uh, but I'm going to wait on my tight ends. Um, so there are two guys that I was looking at here, and I just don't know if I can um, pass on them. I, I know that it's a, a PPR league, but so I'm going to go Austin Eckler here. And then, so this is where I got to make because, I mean, I know that this guy's not going to make it all the way back to me because I know that Travis will take him if, he, oh, if no, I don't take don't him. Don't you do it. So there are two players that I'm either going to draft right now, though. So I'm going to talk myself through this. Uh, I, do, I do like Calvin Ridley here. He's available, but um, DJ Moore is still available. Uh, for a wide receiver's position, and then um, I've I've also got Miles Sanders available. So looking at my team, I really really do like my wide receivers, and I think that I could take a couple more stabs at wide receivers. I'm just gonna lock up my running backs here uh, in this PPR, and then I can I feel very confident in the four that I would have, and. So Miles Sanders, uh, then Tyler Boyd. You know, Miles Sanders watched Jordan Howard go to Miami, so Miles Sanders should be ready to take the reins of the every down back for Philly. Um, Love Miles Sanders' talent. Yeah, it did look good. Tyler Boyd uh, comes off the board, then James White, then Calvin Ridley, a guy I was looking at there. Aaron Rodgers off the board. And so now I am up on the clock. Um, And I've got to look at... Uh, what we've got going on here. I so, think. Um, are you going to get nervous on the run of quarterbacks here? There's been two oh, taken, no, Deshaun Watson and Aaron Rodgers. Listen, no, I've got a plan at quarterback. Uh, if Johnny can attest, you know, in our league of record last year, I got uh, the one and only Lamar Jackson in the 13th round last year. Uh, and it led me to my third championship. And, you know, Johnny's over there crying right now because he just can't believe I know, that I should I have just again. stuck to my guns and went with the guys <laughs> that uh, I knew were going to be good. Uh, I'm on the clock here, and I just, you know, the computer's telling me to take T.Y. Hilton. I don't love it. I do not love it, I'll tell you that much. With Philip Rivers at the helm? But Philip Rivers did do wonders uh, for Keenan Allen, and they have a similar play style. So I do know that it's it's a it's a possibility there. Ah, fine, I'll take him. Didn't want to do it. Didn't. I have an idea. Seven Coleman, Philip Lindsay, uh, D.D. Westbrook, and then that was to round out the sixth. And we started the seventh. We have Duke Johnson, Baker Mayfield, Evan Ingram, Big Travi. You are back on the board. Back on the clock, I should say. Hmm. All right. So I think I could go running back here just to kind of balance things out. But I do like what I did with my three-headed monster. Mm -hmm. And PPR wide receivers that are getting good volume or or have a shot to be the number one. Um, This is just kind of a dart throw. I know he hasn't been able to stay healthy, but the upside is there for me. Mm Mm-hmm. And with DeAndre Hopkins being traded away, I'm going to take Will Fuller here. I think nice. um, I, I just love the upside. If he can put together a fully healthy season, like 
we've yet to see Deshaun Watson and Will Fuller put 16 games together, but could you imagine if we have? Because oh, that that chemistry and that deep ball is, is well, something else. I think that was a big reason as to why they Houston and Bill O'Brien was willing to trade away DeAndre Hopkins. I mean, we've we've heard all the stories, you know, them saying that DeAndre Hopkins was, you know, um, causing you know ruckus in the in the locker room. He wasn't listening to Bill O'Brien, like all this stuff. But I truly believe it's because Bill O'Brien thinks and believes that Will Fuller is more than capable of being that wide receiver one for their team. They just need him to stay healthy. So uh, it will be certainly interesting to see if he can do that. Because I do believe in what you're saying. If Will Fuller can stay healthy, he for sure can be a top 10 wide receiver. Yeah, now he's going to have, you know, hopefully, if he stays healthy, he, he could have something close to what Hopkins had in volume. Yeah. And that's insane for a guy that runs the routes that he does down the field. So uh, it's a Tyreek Hill, Hill kind of game-breaking speed that he's got. So you look at that and you say, okay, I, I'll take a shot at that. So after Will Fuller went Jarvis Landry, then Mike well, Williams, yep, go ahead. OJ Howard, then AJ Green. And so now Johnny's on the clock, about 37 seconds left. So I'm going to go ahead and take DJ Moore here. I really wanted him on the last round. Just worked out that he ended up falling here. And I got a game plan uh, because the guy after me has a quarterback already. So should not be drafting a quarterback. And sure enough, he did not. So Darius Geis and Latavius Murray came off the board. Now, normally I like to wait on my quarterbacks and wait even some more. And especially because it's 10-teamer. But considering where I am and where my team is at, I really like what I'm building here. And the fact that Lamar Jackson is still on uh, yeah, the, this the is available. A, this is a discounted yeah. draft because uh, there's no way I'm Baker gonna, Mayfield is going to be drafted before hey, Lamar Jackson. Uh, I will. Oh, look at that. And but started hey. a little quarterback run myself. My team is just nasty, dude. But it's, listen, for the sake of... For the sake of integrity here, I know we sa- I said it was discounted, but there are going to be drafts yeah. that you are in this year with some work buddies or some whatever people that maybe you got invited last second in, and they're going to do some weird stuff. So you've got to be ready to capitalize. Like maybe Johnny wasn't thinking QB, but then he looks at the board and says, what is going on here? And look, at he starts this mini run after Lamar Jackson, then Matt Ryan, then Drew Brees, followed by Jared Cook and then Jonathan Taylor. Um, so first rookie uh, off the board, I think, by the way. honestly, that's a, yeah, that's a great, uh, great pick by you there with Lamar Jackson. I will now continue to wait on quarterback because that is how I do it. Yeah. Well, I know, but you were hasn't always right. It, it was like, I wasn't expecting to get Lamar Jackson, but when he was yeah. still on the board and it was just like, eh, might as well. Yeah. Eh. All right. So, uh, I waited here. I, I thought Johnny might have taken him, but I'm taking Kenyon Drake here. Uh, oh, that, I think that's it's a, a steal. I think, I think it's a steal here. I think it's another starting running back that did really well in the uh, offense last year for Arizona. So that's just trying to round out my steal. team here. That might be even more uh, of a steal than Lamar Jackson in the eight. Hey, uh, you know, championship pedigree, dude. That's what I have here. So Carson Wentz, then Alshon Jeffrey. Hunter Henry, I think that I looked at Hunter Henry a little bit there. Lamar Miller, Tariq Cohen, Emmanuel Sanders. Let me just ask you real quick about Hunter Henry. Uh, do you have concern with Hunter Henry losing Philip Rivers and going to a Tyrod Taylor? Uh, do you think that 
Tyrod Taylor will be enough for Hunter Henry to finally be the fantasy darling tight end that we've kind of all wanted him to be? I'm not concerned about uh, – I actually think that might be a little bit of – you know, a level playing field going from Philip Rivers to Tyrod when it comes to the tight end position. We've seen Tyrod, you know, when Tyrod was with Buffalo, uh, you know, he was very, very active with his tight ends. Uh, the tight ends were able to be streamed in Buffalo because of Tyrod and him getting the ball down. Even David Njoku last year looked good under Tyrod Taylor. So I actually do like Hunter Henry uh, and his outlook for Tyrod. And the, the Chargers, my bigger concern is just the injury prone. And I never like to label a player injury prone, but he has yet to play 16 games in an entire season. He's not even come close to it. Is he good when he's on the field? Absolutely. But uh, there's definitely that injury concern there for me. So I usually stay away from Hunter, uh, Hunter Henry. But we saw last year what he could do when he's on the field. He's really, really Yeah, good. look, I think that's – I'm staying away from him too, I think. Uh, I looked at him, but uh, – So after Hunter Henry, Lamar Miller, then Tariq Cohen, Emmanuel Sanders, and then I took another one of Johnny's uh, Cardinals and Kyler Murray in the ninth round here. Um, this was just some thinking I was looking at. You know, this guy who took Jared Goff a little bit right after me, I figured I had two shots at him getting a quarterback. Uh, either in the ninth or when it wrapped around in the tenth, and I didn't want to lose out on Kyler Murray here, so a little bit of a reach maybe. But the upside for Kyler, man, is Lamar Jackson style, and what I mean by that is it's QB one upside overall for Kyler Murray. So especially with DeAndre Hopkins coming to town, so I was really excited about taking him there. So Allen Robinson, then Jared Goff, Tony Pollard, Robbie Anderson, and now Johnny Game Time Hicks it's is like, on the clock. This is just like. How can I pass up on this talent here, dude? Devin Singletary in the ninth. Oh, I love that. The yeah, motor. I just got to – I had to take that one. I have so many running backs right now, but uh, <laughs> listen, and it's when it's like this, you just do what you do, and then you trade. You, you know, running backs are, are gold, and especially the ones that I'm picking up are PPR guys. Um, let's look at the tight end position, see what we got and I think we can wait a little bit longer on, or actually, why not? Um, Don't you do it. I, I w- uh, Let's go for the double dip here and get Mark Mandrews, you friend of the show, it. dude. <laughs> you <laughs> mother lover. Like, <laughs> <laughs> my, my team is just <laughs> disgusting. Please <laughs> let me know in the comments. Like This is just... what happens when you have a 10-team drafted with robots dude <laughs> these robots also have people, coronavirus people are gonna be like looking at this and listening to this and be like wait they told me this was the first time they mock draft this is bullshit yeah All right. so vance mcdonald's comes off the board after him christian kirk deandre swift and curtis samuels so johnny i'm gonna kind of leave this pick uh up to you and your in your hands a little bit not saying you get to pick for me but i have a question <laughs> all right i gotta answer where where are your projections for Jerry Judy and CeeDee Lamb, what teams do you have them going to? Oh, man, I have gone back and forth with this, especially, I mean, uh, Big Travi, you know we are in a dynasty league together. I have the first overall pick. You have the second overall pick, and um, I have the fourth and fifth as well. I traded up to get those. I so, got one minute, so you better help me okay, out. Okay, so, here, <laughs> yeah, so... Um, 
I like C.D. Lamb from a pure talent, and I, and I think that he will land in the better situation. Now, Jerry Judy, they're saying um, he could go to the Jets. Now, um, I would rather C.D. Lamb go to the Jets because of the finesse there. I just think he would pair better with Darnold. Uh, see, I think both of these guys are going to be absolute studs, but in year one, I would be more prone to say that, uh, CD lamb is going to have a better year one. I don't say that he's going to have the better career because that's going to depend on landing spot and whatnot, but I would go CD lamb just because he's a much more finesse. Like he can go up and get the ball. He's going to be able to contribute right away. And where do you think CD lamb, where does your gut tell you that he's landing? I'm going to take him here. Um, and Sean McCoy. I think Shepard. he lands with the Raiders. Um, but I have a hope and a, a, an inkling of hope in my heart that the Cardinals still draft him, and we just become like the greatest offense ever known to man. <laughs> so that's my pipe dream over here. Yeah, that's my. All pipe right. Dream. So after I took C.D. Lamb was Lashawn McCoy. You know, you, especially with this mock draft, you would be beyond jacked if. If CD oh yeah, if I had Kyler Murray and CD Lamb went to Arizona, I mean they're going to throw so many times it's unreal. Yeah, um, they're going to be in scoring range a lot. So Kenyon Drake, uh, yeah, I'm happy with my Cardinal centric uh, draft so far here. Mm-hmm. Lashawn McCoy came after CD Lamb, then Sterling Shepard, David Njoku, Darwin Thompson, James Washington, Russell Wilson, and now I'm back on the clock here. And Johnny, uh, this was a darling. This was my favorite rookie out of last year. Uh, rookie running back, and that's Daryl Henderson Jr. And now with Todd Gurley uh, going away, Henderson's probably going to get another crack at trying to be the guy. Obviously, Malcolm Brown exists, and he's done well for them. But Daryl Henderson has some elite juice. Uh, he's just got to get it put onto the field at the NFL level. So I'm going to take him as a as a lottery ticket upside play here now that we're in these deep rounds. Um, and since you took Mark Andrews, um, I'll wait even longer on tight end. <laughs> I'm sorry, I had to do that here. Uh, so after you took Daryl Henderson, Rashad. Yeah, Penny, you talk about the rest of this because, yeah. like, oh, honestly, I'm still hurt, man. Rashad Penny goes after you, who I actually do think that's why I'm a little bit uh, bearish on Chris Carson this year because I do. I saw what Rashad Penny was doing at the end of last year, and he looked good when he came back from injury. I had some concerns as a Chris Carson owner, so Rashad Penny, I do think could see a lot of uptick in value sammy watkins goes after rashad penny uh and then jerry judy who we were talking about with cd lamb then cam newton right before me and i am now on the clock and i cannot pass up on this player it's just too too much dk metcalf i will take in the 11th round um (laughs) travis is just (laughs) austin hooper goes after me with and then followed by Tom Brady. And I just have. Sorry, dude. I'm giving you the silent treatment, man. Yeah. I, I'm still upset about Mark Andrews, man. You you knew it. You knew it. That's whatever. <laughs> it's what? So, whatever. Right. Um, Tom I'm... Brady, interesting take in here. Uh, this is obviously his second quarterback. And that's what happens here. But, I mean, Tom Brady, are you taking him in a 10 team? I am not. Uh, not yeah, in a 10 team. So. I'm so what do you got? I, okay, Kareem Hunt. Kareem wow. Hunt, uh, it, this was more of I was looking at the the landscape. This is just like a an effort pick. 
Well, it, it was like, just more so the back. I was like, oh, well, I grabbed the handcuff of uh, of Nick Chubb, even though I don't really need the handcuff of Nick Chubb. Because you grabbed Chubb? Him. Yeah, I grabbed Chubb. And, um, and it changed my life. <laughs> Dude, I'm loving my team. Yeah, your team's pretty good, man. I'm not going to lie. Uh, Jordan Howard, Baltimore Ravens, then Geronimo Allison, Jameis Winston. And I just, I'm actually okay with the Mark Andrews thing now because this draft has completely disrespected Darren the Baller Waller, oh, dude. Oh, yeah. That's a great Just one. sitting here. Way late. Like, I don't understand it. You, uh, are you not worried about, uh, them signing, uh, Jason Old Man Witten? No, dude. Witten <laughs> is a. <laughs> what? <laughs> they signed dude. Witten. Oakland, I know, dude. Like, or I mean, sorry, they, uh, Vegas. They brought Raiders. in, signed Jason yeah. Witten. Yeah, they rolled him in a sarcophagus. <laughs> <laughs> the hell, dude! Ridiculous. So dumb, dude. <laughs> Tell us how you really feel. Why did they sign him? I have no idea. It it doesn't make any sense, especially I, because they, they must just... need an assistant head coach. Gruden just needed an <laughs> assistant head coach. He. Gruden's just gonna hire hire all the ex Monday Night Football guys. Next Booger Booger's gonna be on the team. <laughs> yeah, right. As they're bringing Booger back, they're gonna have like Mike Tarico over there, water guy. Water, ridiculous. <laughs> I'm gonna take Alexander Madison here. Um, yeah, I just think as a as a. All right, we've had you some. Know, a lot of the times in the mocks, we tell you guys, we've told you for years, just in your drafts, you can wait on kicker and defense to sign them after. Your draft starts way after. I mean, get your lottery tickets, stack your position players, um, and then you can take. Uh, you know, you don't have to take kicker and defense, and then you can like see how things pan out. You know, maybe I draft Madison, and we're drafting three weeks before the season, and you know, God forbid, uh, you know, Dalvin Cook's knee goes out in in preseason, and then I'm sitting on Madison, who's the starter. So, and then you got you got to figure something else out, but you can work trades or whatever you need to do after that. So, anyways, I take Alexander Madison. We've got the Cleveland Browns, the Chargers, Justin Tucker, Dallas Cowboys. Um, Johnny the Backstabber is on the clock here. <laughs> so, uh, there are a couple You know, of- you trust a guy. You work with him for years on a podcast, and he just takes all the knowledge that he gets from me and uses it against me. It's unreal. So I'm going to draft a guy that uh, has been heavily rumored and linked to the Arizona Cardinals here. And JK, oh my God, J.K. Dobbins uh, <laughs> look great at Ohio State. We have not had our rookie show yet, um, where we will break down rookies and all that. But J.K. Dobbins really like this guy and what he can, what he could potentially be, and it's it's a stab. Why not? Uh, because right now I'm going to there are some gems, dude. It's just like mm-hmm. Cortland Sutton. I'll take oh, the damn you, dude. I'm so sick of you, dude. I just want to rage quit this mock draft so bad. Right now. Rage quit. Hashtag I just want to rage quit, quit it. Wow. I'm sitting here like, oh yeah, there's so many gems, like Cortland Sutton. Just sitting here, dude. My team is just. I'm gonna get a piece of that Kansas City offense. I'm gonna take McCole Hardman. McCole, I was going between McCole and and. Oh, Sutton's the right play. Yeah. Yeah, number one wide receiver uh, and 
Drew Locke right. has a live arm. So we can uh, we can go ahead and go over our teams here, Travis, real quick. We'll wrap up this show um, and this mock draft. As you can see, um, when you I will, if you're watching on YouTube, yeah, if you're watching on YouTube, uh, we, Travis or nor I picked a defense or a kicker a lot like he explained just a couple of minutes ago. We did this because if you're drafting specifically, if you're drafting this early, uh, I don't know why you would do that. But if you did, then you want to <laughs> definitely take flyers on on guys as opposed to kickers and defenses when those can change uh, a lot from now until the season starts and, and you're going to end up dropping and adding kickers throughout the season. So there's no point in wasting your picks with those guys. Much rather fill those guys up with other skill position players. All right, Travis, so you had the uh, number four overall pick here. Um, you want to go over your team real quick and uh, give a rundown? and then how Yeah, you so I today. went upside down in the first two rounds, did Devontae Adams and Mike Evans. It is a PPR league, so I think there's a little bit more of a shift in value to wide receivers, especially ingrained number one wide receivers uh, in a PPR league as opposed to a standard league. So I definitely wanted to make sure I had a a core of wide receivers I could trust. Um, so I went upside down, got Devontae Adams, Mike Evans. Then I stacked three running backs in a row, three beastly running backs with great volume uh, to counteract uh, that they aren't the best PPR running backs, but they are guys that are going to get consistent volume. We're talking 20-plus touches a game, and that will help balance out in a PPR league. So that's Leonard Fournette, Mark Ingram, and Derrick Henry back to back to back. Uh, then I came back and I just wanted to balance the team out until I could get some stabs at tight end or quarterback. So I just kept looking at the pool and what was available. T.Y. Hilton with uh, number one role in Indy now with Phillip Rivers coming back. I, I have a lot more confidence in Phillip Rivers to pepper him with targets than I did, uh, you know, uh, God, I'm blanking on his name. Uh, quarterback of Indianapolis Colts Phillip last Rivers. year. Oh, bris uh, Brisket. Jacoby Brisket. Brissett. Yeah. Uh, sorry. Brisket sounds good right now. Oh, uh, Will Fuller. Yeah, we just call him Brisket. The Brisket man. Uh, T.Y. Hilton. Uh, and then Will Fuller. This is another one where I just think the upside's awesome here. Uh, may not even ever have to use Will Fuller, but I could plug him in at a flex. And then if he really pops, maybe he becomes a top five, top ten wide receiver. Uh, Kenyon Drake. Uh, Johnny, I really like what he did last year for Arizona. I liked getting him here in the eighth round as a, as a backup a running back. He will be a top, uh, a top eight running back. I just, you just better. You heard it here first, folks. Uh, so then I took, <laughs> then I took Kyler Murray. Uh, just to, I think getting DeAndre Hopkins another year in that offense. The running backs being healthy. The wide receivers. They drafted a ton of wide receivers. Not all of them were healthy last year. Mm -hmm. um, I just think that offense can take a huge step forward. You could see them be, you know, a top five, if not the best offense in the league last year, and it wouldn't surprise you. Um, CD lamb, I took out of, you know, more to Johnny's suggestion and his breakdown of, of who he thinks has the better redraft year. Um, and I think that is CD lamb as he's stated, uh, Daryl Henderson jr. Was an upside pick along with Alan Alexander Madison. I think they have shots to be really good players if they get the role. And then Darren Waller in the 12th. I thought that was completely disrespectful. Uh, give me Darren, the baller Waller. Put some as respect a on his end. name. Put some respect on his name. Uh, and then Miko Hardman at the end because Johnny once again stabbed me in the back with Mark Andrews and then stabbed me in the back with Portland Sutton. Portland Sutton 
And, uh, you know, I just, I don't think I'm going to talk to Johnny after this for a little while. So, Johnny, why don't you go ahead and run tell down the people. TFW's uh, team. Uh, we picked from the ninth position. First round, Michael Thomas fell to us. Um, then followed by Nick Chubb in the second. Wanted to grab a running back. I wished Alvin Cook, I wish I'd seen him. Because I probably would trade out uh, Dalvin Cook for Nick Chubb. But it's okay. We ended up being okay. Uh, Chris Godwin was there in the third. So to pair that with Michael Thomas. Then Josh Jacobs was there in the fourth. Couldn't pass up on that value there. Went back and forth between Aaron Jones and Josh Jacobs. Ultimately, Josh Jacobs who we decided on. Then Austin Eckler in the fifth, who just got a massive uh, contract uh, re-up, which, you know, he got more than what Melvin Gordon was looking for, which is kind of crazy. I followed that up with Miles Sanders. He was just the best available there. I kind of put myself in a position where I could start doing best available based on what I had done in the previous five rounds. So Miles Sanders took him, only guy right now in, in Philly. DJ Moore uh, was there in the seventh round. I really liked his talent and was evaluating himself in the sixth. So uh, luck luck of the draw there, got him in the seventh. Lamar Jackson in the eighth, he just happened to fall to me. Wasn't really looking for a quarterback, but sometimes you take the value. Uh, follow that up with Devin Singletary. Then I took Mark Andrews in the tenth, which Big Travi has been complaining about. Um, <laughs> stole that from him. DK Metcalf somehow there in the 11th round. Kareem Hunt in the 12th to back up the Nick Chubb, get the handcuff there. J.K. Dobbins, dart throw again. Not sure where he's going to land, but I do like his talent coming out of college. And then in the last round, Cortland Sutton uh, proved to be a pretty good value right there. Another dart throw. A guy who showed some flashes, a wide receiver too last year. Well, I would think that we probably both believe that we have the better team here. Um you know, I did like your team, but as we, as you were going through your team, uh, I think that mine is better. <laughs> I decided that. Well, I was just reminded that I, I think that mine is better. So, <laughs> All uh, right. Whisper Nation. We want to know this. what you guys yes, think. Yeah, yeah. Let like, us Help know. us decide this. You guys will be the main guys that uh, will decide what we, what we think. Let us know. Um, until next time. Travis, you got anything else you want to? <laughs> no, I think uh, this was a lot of fun. And Whisper Nation, we're going to try to continue to bring you all the quarantine content you can get your eyes and ears on. Um, and so if you want more content, more fantasy football content, make sure you follow us at the Fantasy Whispers on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. And then also head over to the fantasywhispers.com because we've got everything that you could want over there. Our articles, um, you know, previous episodes, uh, Johnny's uh you know, skin regimen is right. on is on there. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, that's, that's not a on secret. You got to you got to pay for that. That's yeah. Patreon. You yeah. got to you got to pay for that content. <laughs> um, but yeah, either way, guys, uh, we appreciate the support and let us know in the comments who you think won this mock draft. And until next time, I am Big Travi. That is Johnny Game Time Hicks, and we are the Fantasy Whispers, and we're out. Peace, peace. Thank you for listening to the Fantasy Whispers podcast. You can hear more from John and Travis on Google Play, SoundCloud, and iTunes. You can also follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at TF Whispers.